0: 98FM you're listening to the Saturday Social with Rachel. Now pre-Covid, weddings abroad had become extremely popular with Dublin couples. But are they still a possibility and what are the benefits of getting hitched overseas? Well, joining me now with all the details is wedding planner Sue Egan from Special Days by Sue. Sue, thanks so much for your time today.
1: Thank you Rachel for having me. Really excited to have the chat
0: with you. Now we will get to talk about uh, weddings abroad in a few minutes, and um, but first Talk to me a little bit about I suppose being a wedding planner. Is it something you've always wanted to do? And I imagine it's quite a rewarding job, is it? Because you're, you know, you're involved in a really happy day for for a lot of couples.
1: Absolutely Rachel. It's um something I think from a child I was obsessed with weddings and wedding dresses <laughs> and looking at brides and for many years I wanted to kind of do something uh, within the wedding industry and um, loved just kind of being a people person and chatting with people. And it just felt the natural thing for me to do was help them plan probably the biggest day of Mm. their life. You know, a lot of couples would say it's the biggest day of their life. It's one of the days they spend a huge amount of money on. And um, I decided to pursue that. And it's so rewarding because you're talking to couples maybe for, well, definitely over a year. could be two or three years sometimes, especially with COVID. Yeah. And it has gone on longer. But you become part of that magical day for them. And you know that you've arranged it and organised it with them. Yeah. And when you finally see that day happening, it's so rewarding.
0: I can only imagine. And I'd say you build up such a good relationship with people as well. I'm sure you come out the other end with, you know, probably almost, you know, pals, you know, because you spend so much time with these couples. Now, Sue, talk to me a bit about, you know, we have to bring up the C word about COVID because it has totally changed the landscape for weddings in general. Like you were saying, lots of postponements, cancellations. Now we're up to 100 people. But in general, Sue, do you think that COVID has changed the landscape uh, of weddings forever? You know, the smaller wedding that has emerged suits a lot of people. Do you think that um, COVID will permanently change things for weddings? Are smaller weddings kind of here to stay? I think
1: that definitely smaller weddings, Rachel, um, will suit a certain amount of couples that maybe never wanted a big, big wedding um, but had to have it and now can kind of use COVID and those guidelines to scale back on their numbers because Mm -hmm. sometimes Irish couples have to have you know three and sometimes 400 guests at a wedding yeah, depending on what part of the country they come from so that will certainly help some couples but there are the majority of couples want their wedding day want all their friends and family there or at least want the choice yeah. to be able to invite who they want to invite so hopefully my answer would be hopefully i know i hope COVID won't you know dictate to what type of a wedding couples will have.
0: So Sue, talk to me a little bit then about weddings abroad because, you know, I know like at the moment it's it's all up in the air because of COVID but even pre-COVID this had become, you know, very popular amongst Irish couples. What are, do you think, and I know you specialise in arranging uh, weddings over in Spain, what are the main benefits of getting hitched outside of Ireland?
1: Um, Sunshine. The weather.
0: (laughs) Yes, number one. (laughs) For sure,
1: the weather. It's one of the main reasons a lot of couples will pick a destination wedding um, because you're just almost guaranteed good weather. And with that just brings a whole different level of enjoyment to a day. Mm. So usually like your wedding in Spain, you will certainly get three to four days. And um, from that, because when people travel over, they're in holiday m- mode. And like you, you know, you pick all your friends and family and bring them all on a holiday together. There's huge excitement. Yeah. And then put a wedding in there. It just brings it to a whole different level. And so they get to relax for the couple of days, but they can go and play golf or they can go and just relax on the beach or by a pool. But then they have. You know, an amazing wedding in there where they are outside in the beautiful sunshine, maybe in gorgeous gardens or up in the hills and the mountains mm-hmm. at a beach. And it just couples absolutely love their destination weddings. Yeah. And a lot of family and friends will come, you know. They, yeah, you, I wanted
0: to ask you about this, Sue, right? Because I always talk about this with my friends, about, you know, the pros and cons, I suppose, of going abroad. And yeah. people seem very split. Some people say, oh, I'm doing my wedding abroad because I'm hoping that more people won't come you know so it'll cut down on the numbers they won't be willing to fork out the extra cash to go away but then other people say oh no actually you know I, i'm doing it to give people a holiday in the hopes that more people will come so is there is there a drop-off when it comes to weddings abroad
1: yes look definitely rachel you can tailor it back um as i say a lot of um country weddings And the couples have to invite a lot more people or just that seems to be the trend that they would be the weddings that maybe would have, you know, your two and three hundred people that the couple have to invite mum and dad's friends and neighbours and colleagues and stuff like that. Whereas when you so they could be couples that would pick a destination wedding and then they only will invite their family and their friends, mm-hmm. and that could bring their number down to 150, or 100, and, you know, 160, 180, or you can have a couple that really want to tailor back and just have a nice smaller wedding at like your 50 and 60 people, and they know everybody is going to travel. Yes. But Rachel, when I first talk to couples, the very first thing I would say to them is, "Have you written out your list?" And when you put somebody on that list, try and not answer for them. So don't presume John and Mary aren't going to come because mm. they have three children and John works. and <laughs> yeah. so they won't come. And the next thing you send out to save the day, and to John and Mary, to come. and they're coming. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And they're bringing mum to mind the three kids or they're oh, actually God. going to beg mum to mind the three kids mm. and they come for the weekend themselves. So you don't really have a drop off um, a, a lot of people dropping off that list.
0: And it's a very risky game to play as well, Sue, assuming that some people might not come and like you said, they might be only delighted to come. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, so that it, it is interesting. It is very interesting in terms of who's going to come and not come. So if Absolutely. there's co- couples... I'd
1: say if they're on your list, presume they'll come unless you know that they genuinely wouldn't be able to travel or something would stop them but if they're on that list count them in
0: That's a good rule of thumb to go by So tell me a little bit I know the situation um, at the moment for example for this year is very up in the air for weddings abroad I know I think Spain's gone into level 3 lockdown so you know, it's probably not an option, uh, for this year. But have you had many couples come to you for next year, for 2023? Are couples, are couples yes. confident in booking weddings abroad at the moment?
1: Absolutely. I mean, there's a huge surge on couples booking uh, to get away because they have a better chance of being outside and music and dancing in Spain than they have here. Because we're still, well, we're in the same, we're not allowed live music or we can have a DJ. And Spain is a little bit different. So at the moment, uh, Spanish people go on holidays in August. And so the government put them into a level three, meaning no outside music and no dancing. So they expect to be back into level two by the beginning of September. Next year is really busy. I suppose there's a lot of weddings gone in from 2020, 2021, all into 2022. Yeah. And 2023 is really busy.
0: And another big reason, Sue, that people are going abroad, let's face it, is to get a bit more bang for their buck, isn't it?
1: Weddings in Spain, you get an awful lot more for your book.
0: Yes. So that's
1: another huge draw, besides the weather and being on holidays. But it means that they can, you know, get a lot more for the money that they're about to spend.
0: Yeah, and so that's what a lot of couples me. are looking for. They're looking for value for money. You don't want to be spending yeah. your deposit for your house on one day. Exactly. so exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, to some great advice there on weddings abroad. Um, and if people want to find out more, they can head along to specialdaysbysue.com. Wedding planner Sue Egan, thank you so much for your time on the Saturday Social on 98FM.
1: Thank you, Rachel. Loved chatting to you.